Emily Semble, Jason Gattisman here, joined by Neil Lesher. Um, flying solo this week. Uh, well, as a, as a duo, I guess. Flying duo. Yeah, flying duo. Well, <laughs> That's our new nickname, the flying duo. You know, I wanted to say good morning to everybody except for uh, three people. One, the Pennsylvania Supreme Court. Two, Grove Unleashed. And three, Jesse Topper, who was here on Tuesday and didn't tell us. What? Yeah. He was here for the education hearing. Ruth, you need to talk to him about that. Yeah, exactly. He could've, we could have we knocked this out earlier this week. But, you know, here we are. As they say, it is March Madness. Did you watch much basketball this weekend? Uh, a lot of basketball. In fact, um, I think uh, Thursday was the first college basketball that I watched all year. And um, now I'm an expert. Uh, just like people on Twitter about gas prices. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I, I had some interest because my uh, my my wife is a huge Notre Dame fan, so oh. we've been following. We followed when they were uh, they got into the um, the second round. So they had a, they had a play in game. They were an 11 seed. Uh, they upset whoever they played in the first round, and then they actually were playing really well in the second round and uh, and got out. But then they're they're still going strong, I believe, in the uh, the women's the women's bracket. So. You were following it really closely. Uh, whoever they beat in that round, and the uh... well, I, I mean, I was, I was, I was following it. My my, my memory, uh, my memory is not serving. Me it was here. a lot of games. I watched a lot of games. The, yes, the, they kind of all blend together. And of course, everybody's uh, been enthralled with St. Peter's, uh, except yeah. uh, if you had money on the teams that lost. Uh, yeah. But I do uh, want to give a shout out to uh, Father Rocco from St. Peter's College uh, in New Jersey, who was a uh, a visiting priest for a time at St. Patrick's in Carlisle. Okay, so he. Uh, uh, he's the the chaplain of St. Peter's um, he, in New Jersey. He's the sister gene of 2022. He is Father Rocco, uh, yeah. absolutely. And I know he's uh, he's pumped. We've we've heard from him, and uh, good thing to see a, a nice guy like that get to have his school do so well and uh, make some national news. Unlike you know, much like Anil, I thought we talked about last week, uh, not on the podcast but offline about you know Pennsylvania itself is not you know immune to uh, having Cinderella stories here. Bucknell. Yeah. At uh, various times. Lehigh sometimes plays uh, pretty well. Villanova's doing pretty well this year. Yeah, I wouldn't call them a Cinderella, though. I mean, they're well, a two true. seed. Yeah. Um, well, I'm trying to think. As, what, as, what, we, as we already talked about, I don't watch a lot of college basketball, so. <laughs> There's other, other some other Pennsylvania schools that have done uh, somewhat well that, that are mid-major schools. Pitt in that, other years. Yeah, Pitt. Um, you know, all right. Well, we should stop talking about this. Let's um, talk about something we understand. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, all right. <laughs> all right. Podcast <laughs> over. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, but we do have a, a big week coming up. The General Assembly is uh, finally back in session after uh, several weeks of budget hearings and then uh, dealing with some redistricting stuff. We will be back in voting session uh, on Tuesday, March 29th at 11 a.m. And uh, we have a big week coming up. Um, as uh, you know, we've already announced our, our package to divest from Russia and invest in freedom. And that's going to be exciting. Yeah, and I think, um, you know, polling is really, you know, every poll that I've seen recently that has come out um, not only shows that both Tom Wolf and Joe Biden are incredibly unpopular, uh, but that inflation is becoming the most important thing on people's minds, right? I mean, they're seeing it when they go to the grocery store. They're seeing it when they pull up at the gas pump. And I think people understand where that's coming from, despite the best efforts of Democratic groups and the White House and Joe Biden of trying to say, well, that's all Putin. That's all, you know, that, that became the new, um, you know, catchphrase was, oh, Putin did it. And. And uh, as I don't know if you've have you pulled up to any of these gas pumps where people put the Joe Biden sticker? Yeah, actually, I was just going to say, I have a funny story where earlier this week I had to go to two different gas stations and both of those gas stations had Joe Biden. I did that stickers peeled like somebody tried to peel them off of the gas pump. Yeah, a friend of mine was just telling me he was over at his buddy's house and his buddy pulls out like a whole bag of these. I did that, you know, with the Joe 
Biden stickers. And he's like, so you're the guy that's been doing it to all the gas pumps in town. He's like, you damn right I am. <laughs> um, yeah, but but look, so we have a, a package of bills. And one that I, I look, Leader Benningoff has a, uh, a bill that I think everybody, both Republican and Democrat, uh, legislature, admin, treasurer, uh, and the pension systems are all behind, is to divest Pennsylvania's financial assets from investing in Russian and Belarusian financial uh, assets and investments. So we're going to divest and do that this week and um, at least get the ball rolling there. Because look, you know, while these pe- the pension systems and the treasurer have taken the steps to do that already, one, this gives a legislatively sanctioned mechanism by which they can do that. Yep. Two, the Commonwealth has a responsibility here while Russia is once again, you know, the 1980s called and nobody here answered, and they're back trying to dominate Eastern Europe and exert their global influence. This is something in which we ensure against investing and providing financial assistance to Russia and the Russian economy, because Vladimir Putin has made his intentions known. Countries that align with him have made their intentions known, and we need to ensure that uh, when we are talking about how their government operates and how their economy operates, we're speaking with one voice as a commonwealth. So I think this is something we're going to do, and I think you'll see it move through both chambers rather rather swiftly. Yeah, and I, I think it's good to see how quickly, like, people in a bipartisan fashion came around and worked together to put that together, right? Like, I think, you know, we can we can all agree that what's happening in Ukraine is an atrocity and is just shameful and that Russia needs to be punished for it. Um, hopefully, we can get some bipartisan support on energy independence, too. And we haven't right. seen that, but um, people need to come around to the fact that um, energy independence is national security. And, uh, you know, my boss, Representative Saylor, or Chairman Saylor, has a resolution that's going to call on the governors of New York in New Jersey to stop um, their anti-pipeline policies. Um, you know, we know that New England has to import a good portion of their natural gas uh, as liquid natural gas from other countries. Uh, with LNG. LNG, uh, which in, with, within the last five years has included Russia. So, you know, we have the gas here in Pennsylvania. We can supply New England markets with uh, cheaper natural gas than what they're paying, too. And, you know, these are other Americans. You know, people up in the New England states are paying four times as much as we do for natural gas because they're getting it from other countries, uh, you know, brought in on ships. Um, so it's pro-America. It's pro-American worker. It's pro, you know, our, our, our neighboring states. These anti-pipeline policies are just ridiculous. I know Representative Allen has a bill that would open up additional state lands uh, for drilling with non-surface impact drilling. I think that's really important. Yep. What that means is there doesn't have to be another well pad drill. They can go in through existing infrastructure and essentially drill laterally in a different direction onto a different plot of land. So there's very little impact on the environment of doing it. Uh, the Commonwealth could make additional, you know, tax revenue for, or revenue from those leases, you know, and we could increase our production here at home. Uh, we've got, a, uh, Jonathan Fritz has a slew of bills, uh, you know, aimed locally at permitting reform, uh, opening up the Delaware River Basin yeah. to drilling, uh, and even changing the voting power on the DRBC to make sure that's a place like Pennsylvania, which has the most miles of Delaware River, uh, has voting power commensurate with its responsibility and size of the river. So all of those things are very important. And you're right, Neil, it's, it's something that as we talk about doing all we can to actually marginalize Russia, 40% of their government's budget comes from their state-owned natural gas and, and petroleum-producing uh, company, Gazprom. Uh, 40% of their budget. Imagine if we took 40% of our budget here in Pennsylvania and all of a sudden somebody pulled the plug on it. Um, yeah. 
That would that would that would be like That's, eliminating the entire Department of Human Services. Yeah, and just imagine what we could do. And this is not just national security for us. Right now, Europe, uh, the European Union, is the largest importer of natural gas in the entire world, and they get forty-one percent of it from Russia. Yeah, um, they can't pull the plug on Russian gas because they don't have anywhere else to get it cheaply or effectively. Well, guess what? We shouldn't be looking to Venezuela, Iran, Saudi Arabia. Uh, and all these other countries that don't share our values to help us out of this mess that on the one hand has been in the short term created by Putin, uh, but in the long term been created by bad policies from national Democrats here that have not leveraged the resources under our feet to ensure that the United States and our allies do not need to be going to countries that hate us to heat their homes and fuel their cars. We have the ability right here in Pennsylvania. We don't drill a lot of oil here in Pennsylvania. We drill some oil, but we are the Saudi Arabia of natural gas. We have so much natural gas under our feet that the government literally will not let us try and get. And we can be heating homes in Germany, in France, Mm -hmm. uh, with cheap natural gas that's produced here. Part of that's the production. Part of it, as you said, and Chairman Saylor's doing, is, is focusing on transmission. It's seeing the, 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 the long-term problem created by a reliance on Russia. And this is the long game from Russia, right? They create. It's, it's just like energy for us, since we're so dependent on lights and electricity and computers and all that stuff, energy is like a drug. And they have Europe hooked on cheap and efficient and actually cleaner natural gas coming from them. Uh, We need to be the ones to step up, increase our supply, because Russia doesn't care about the Paris Climate Accords. Russia doesn't care about climate change. Uh, Neither does China. And those are our biggest geopolitical foes right now. We need to be looking and looking as a state at what we can do to make sure that we're increasing that supply, increasing that transmission, making sure that our allies can cheaply and efficiently heat their homes with American-made uh, energy that's produced right under our feet, taken out from under our ground. It, it creates jobs here. It creates uh, a better future for Pennsylvania. It creates a more secure, free world, and it ensures that uh, that we're not and no longer have to go to countries that hate us to do simple things like uh, have a warm shower or uh, turn the lights on or heat your home or uh, fuel your car. So. Well, and not just, I mean, really good paying jobs. In a lot of these areas in, in rural Pennsylvania, you're seeing an economic turnaround uh, because of the opportunities that are available through natural gas development, which then, you know, bleeds out into the, the economy. Your small businesses are getting support from that, hotels, restaurant industry. I mean, it, it, it helps everybody in these communities. And if you actually get out and talk to people in these communities, they love the fact that this new opportunity has come to Pennsylvania and we've been able to, to flourish from it. Yeah, and just... Just as, a, as an example, when I worked for uh, for Congressman Fred Keller, uh, who represents Susquehanna County uh, currently, um, we were up there touring the Susquehanna County uh, Career Technical School, which mm-hmm. has an investment from a natural gas company to run a CDL program. So they have people who go to the CDL program uh, of all ages, not just kids going through school, but they come in at night. Um, it's something like $12,000 that you pay, which is a greatly reduced cost to what other schools charge. And in three months, you have a CDL license, you have a guaranteed job from a natural gas company, and you're making six figures. That is insane for a place like Susquehanna County. Yeah. Um, that keeps people there. Susquehanna County, right now, because of natural gas production, has a median income that is now on par with Scranton and Binghamton, which is insane. 
that's what can be done. And look, I get it. The, the natural gas companies have had a bad uh, rap since when they started the natural gas boom. Totally understand it. It's not the same. They're not the same companies. They've worked to sort of correct the wrongs of the past and the environment. And this is something that they are doing that they can produce this gas cheaply and effectively help the community while making the world safer, uh, as long as Tom Wolf and Democrats at the national level get out of the way. Um, it's, it's frankly that simple. Um, and it also doesn't make any sense that you can drill for natural gas right now in Susquehanna County, but you go over the border to Wayne County and the DRBC says you can't drill there. Right. Um, makes absolutely no sense. So let's, uh, you know, let's, let's move the world and our country to greater security through American-led energy independence. Yeah, and, you know, here in Pennsylvania, natural gas is obviously the big thing. But, you know, nation nationally, the Democrats have done nothing to help increase um, oil production. Um, you know, there's there's the same permitting issues that, that natural gas companies deal with here at the state level or happening in other states at the federal level. So instead of, like, actually trying to advance policies that would reduce the price of gas, I did not bring a Pennsylvania or San Francisco game today, but there was one thing that caught my eye uh, yesterday in the news. California Governor Gavin Newsom now it has a proposal to send money to every California driver via debit card to help them pay for their gas. So instead of just reducing the price, we're just going to now start subsidizing it through government, which you also fund. Does that sound familiar to you? Josh Shapiro also has a proposal to send money to people to help them pay for their gas. You know, mind you, he had the opportunity to actually do something that would help people with and their energy costs. This isn't limited to just drivers, right? His is limited to every Pennsylvania. His has expanded every Pennsylvania, I think. Anyone who has a car. Yeah. Yeah. So even if you don't drive it, if you have a car, yeah, just if yeah, for, and it's for every car in the household. So right. so if you have like three cars, you'd get three times the amount of money. You know, so a wealthy person that has three cars, here's here's more money. Yeah, here's seven hundred fifty bucks. Yeah, but Good it's luck. just you know like these Democrats talk out of both sides of their mouth too, right? So Wolf recently came out and he said that he was in favor of suspending the federal gas tax. Of course, a, couple, a number of people were like, well, what about the state gas tax? Because that's actually a lot more money. And he's like, oh, no, 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 we can't do that one. So it's like he's checking the box. So he was a Drake meme. He was like, federal gas tax, yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> state gas tax, no. no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, great. it's great to act that, out memes for that, a podcast. That, that, meme, that meme will be on Neil's uh, Twitter feed later today. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yes. Um, but, like, you know, that way he can tell people he's, f oh, I'm for giving you relief without actually doing anything, right? And it's classic Tom Wolf. But at the same time that he's telling people he wants to reduce costs for drivers, he's moving forward with a controversial plan to put additional tolls at like 10 different bridges around the state, including right here in Harrisburg, the 83 bridge that goes over the Susquehanna River. And a lot of these bridges that he's targeting are the routes that people take to get to work. So, you know, imagine having to pay, and, and they, this is the other cynical part of it, they've yet to define what that toll is going to be. Right, so they first come out with a proposal that they think they can do a P3 proposal by tolling some bridges, but we're not gonna tell you which bridges they are, right? And then later they tell you, okay, these are the bridges, but we're not gonna tell you how much it's gonna cost. Because they're just trying to get further down the road in the implementation process of this until it's too late to stop. And you know, a number of counties have already filed lawsuit. I know Cumberland County and Dolphin County, I think, have a joint lawsuit against the 83 bridge tolling. Um, you know, hopefully they prevail. I just, you know, with, with inflation and everything else going on right now, I don't know how you justify asking people to pay additional tolls to get to work. Well, right, right, it's, and it's not, even take, take put this in a time when the economy is okay, uh, you don't have all this stuff going, you're, you're literally charging people to go to work. Right. Um, well, Democrats don't want people to work. Or in like the new uh, 106th district, I think the 106th, 103rd, 
When Patty Kim has? It's 103rd. 103rd. Yeah. All right, good. Womp womp. Yeah, 103rd district. Uh, people literally have to pay, depending on where the district office is, to go see their state representative. Yeah. That's crazy. And since I'm in the 103rd now, it's going to cost me a fortune every time I go <laughs> protest. Or you're going to have people that avoid these roads and go and, and clog local roads because they don't want to pay the tolls. Right. Which is just going to increase the costs on local governments who have to take care of those local roads. You know, it's just it's just a mess. Uh, it's just a mess. Let's just say it that way. It's just a mess. That's the news standing up for taxpayers. <laughs> Listen, folks, it's just a mess. <laughs> uh, well, all right, folks, that's uh, generally assembled for uh, this week. Uh, we'll be back next week with another podcast. You can find this podcast where all of your favorite House Republican podcasts are found at www.pahousegop.com slash podcast. Also on Spotify and Apple if they're cooperating. Uh, for Neil Lesher, I'm Jason Gottesman. This is Generally Assembled. Thank you.